What is up, everybody? We are rolling audio here today on episode 34 of The Hotter Show. How are you? I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic weekend so far. Thank you so much for tuning in and clicking that play button on today's episode of the podcast. Hope you are uh, enjoying a nice day off, or uh, if, if you're not enjoying a day off, hopefully you are, uh, you'll be done work soon, and this, this podcast is going to help you get through the rest of your work day. Me personally, as I record this, I am actually off today. It is Saturday. It's an absolutely beautiful, beautiful day out. A little hot for my liking. A little hot. But that's okay. Because uh, I'd rather it be nice, hot, and sunny than hot, humid, and raining. <laughs> so you got to take what you can get. Even though I am a uh, a creature of the fall and winter. Because I love my cold and the cool and so forth. I will take what I can get. Been a good day today. Been a good day. Um, just got back actually from uh, taking a little trip up to Lindsay to uh, go celebrate my grandfather's 87th birthday. Very, very cool. He does not look a day over 20, of course, but that is another story for another time. Anyone that uh, knows me, knows my grandfather, knows how uh, awesome of a guy he is, knows how you know cool he is to everybody and how nice he is and all that kind of fun stuff, so... It is uh, very cool that my grandfather was still around, still kicking, still doing his thing, still hitting on uh, hitting on waitresses and so forth in a totally innocent way, of course, but still very, very cool. So it's been a very fun, good day. Just got back, getting ready to do some cleaning around the house and so forth, and I figured I would check in with you guys before I do that about something that uh, I kind of realized um, very quickly. Uh, making that drive up to Lindsay. And I'm going to kind of go off about it here for a little bit. Probably going to be a pretty short and sweet podcast here today. Um, just to, uh, I'm going to rant about something. And uh, I think most people can relate to what it is I'm about to talk about. And that is all about driving and people on the road and all that kind of fun stuff. In a podcast I'm going to entitle, Use Your Fucking Turn Signal. And we are going to get into that in just a moment. But first, I have to thank you guys all so, so much because on iTunes, I, I finally got some stats back from iTunes. It's, it t- t- takes some time to kind of figure out the whole iTunes thing, but I've kind of got it down now. And I am at uh, over 100 consecutive plays on iTunes. Now, what that means is that there's been 100 separate people that have clicked play on one of my podcasts on iTunes, which is awesome. I am so grateful for that. Obviously, if those 100 people would have subscribed and rated and so forth, that'd be even more awesome. But that is okay. That is okay. Because I have uh, three very awesome ratings on the podcast on iTunes. I have... uh, Three ratings out of the comments, ratings and that, and I have still have eight full five star reviews on the podcast. So thank you guys all again so so much. That is very cool. Um, the harder show is well over a thousand plays right now on SoundCloud, which is wicked. YouTube, I think we're just about up in the hundreds as well. So that is very cool. I'm just uh, I'm so excited. I, I like to give you guys updates on this kind of stuff whenever I can because I, I feel like we're growing together. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are doing this together. We're going together. The Hotter Show is as much your guys as it is mine, if that makes any sense. But um, I am 
working on getting those t-shirts uh, good to go. I've still been showing the designs and everything to people. I think I've kind of worked out what is going to happen. Basically, $15 to $17, depending on what size they are. Uh, the $15 ones are going to be kind of like your small, medium, large, extra large. And then the $17 are going to be for any sizes bigger. Um, I can get up to a double XL. So... Uh, unfortunately, if you need a size bigger than that, I apologize, but uh, I cannot get a bigger size than the double XL right now. So, but um, if anyone is interested in that, for sure, let me know. Because once I kind of figure out exactly who all wants them, I can worry about getting the pre-orders done and everything. Because for the t-shirts, I will be doing a pre-order. Uh, unfortunately, I do not have the money to spend to just uh, order a whole bunch of t-shirts. <laughs> but um, I'm probably going to do a run of about 12 or so for the first bit. But we'll see what happens. Um, so if that does interest you, for sure, let me know. Hit me up. We can do an email money transfer or anything like that if you are interested. And to the winners of the t-shirts, I gave one on the live stream. Do not worry. Your t-shirts are coming. Hopefully you are listening and you understand this. I will uh, talk to you guys in the very near future about that. But that's that. That's what's all going on here today in the world of the Harder Show. Big shout out, of course, to Mr. Jason Reese of Jaybird Digital Arts. Thank you again, man, for everything you've done for the Harder Show and continue to do. Um, Jason was a big part of the t-shirt design as well. Well, not a big part. He designed it. <laughs> he was. He is the biggest part of the t-shirts because without him, that never would have happened. So. I showed uh, I showed the T-shirt to some some members of my family earlier today, and uh, they really dug it as well. So that is very cool. Had a lot of fun up there today, but uh, driving back and driving there, you see some shit on the road on that 35 with the Lindsay. So I am gonna just kind of talk randomly about that for a little bit because I feel like that is a topic most people can relate to, road rage and so forth. I know I myself have road rage issues as well as my wonderful girlfriend. So I'm just going to kind of start talking a whole bunch of bullshit about driving in this day and age. Let's get into it. Got my Mountain View Kickstart here. We're ready to go. As I mentioned earlier, I uh, just got back from a wonderful birthday celebration for my grandfather's 87th birthday at Smitty's and Lindsay. Shout out to Smitty's. Awesome food. Great service. Really appreciate that, guys. We had a pretty big party come in. Uh, we reserved and everything, of course, but uh, still great. Still great. So, really had a good time. Until the drive home. Um... Now, I I should say, I didn't actually drive up or drive home, but um, I was in the passenger seat while my wonderful mother drove, uh, who will be on the podcast at some point, by the way, uh, just for the record, in case anyone is curious about that. Um, I know when I did the live cast, she mentioned she'd want to be on the podcast, so we will make that happen for sure, but uh, we're driving home, we're driving home down the 35 at Lindsay there, and um, I saw some shit that made me angry. And it made me remember just how much I hate the human race. <laughs> and when I say that, I mean how much I hate the human race on the road. I am the first to admit, okay, folks, I'm not the best driver in the world, okay? I get very distracted very easily, very quickly. Not for very long, but I will get distracted. Um, but that being said, I'm a pretty okay driver, I think. I think I'm pretty safe. Um, I don't do really stupid shit, and uh, I use my turn signals. 
And there are some people out in the world, everybody, that just can't fucking drive. And if you clicked on this podcast today, you obviously agree with me. There are people out there in the world, okay, that literally just cannot drive. And it bothers me so very much that I wanted to sit down today for just a little bit and talk about it, okay? I've been driving now for about, give or take, six, seven years, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, and in my six, seven years on this uh, driving on this earth, I've seen some very interesting things, as I'm sure most people have. Everyone has stories of dumb drivers they see and shit, but uh, there's a few I have that I think are just, uh, that just take the cake and some things I've seen that I think just, uh, yeah, just, it's a goddamn mess out there on the roads. It really is. The number one thing, the number one thing first I want to talk about to all you people out there, okay? I'm going to be aiming this at people who do these things. Um... The number one thing and most annoying thing that people do or do not do more so, which is the title of this podcast here today, folks, they don't use their fucking turn signals, okay? I know it's confusing. I know it's confusing. You know, you're driving and you're sitting there driving along and you're like, oh, I need to make a right-hand turn. And you go, oh no, if only there was a device in my vehicle that would make it known to all the other drivers on the road that I was turning right. Oh, well. And then you drive right into oncoming traffic. <laughs> it just... It, if you look down on your steering wheel, okay? If you're currently driving right now, pull, pull over for me. Pull over. And look to the left of your steering wheel. You can see this little gimmick there. It's a little stick almost, okay? If you click that motherfucker down or up... It will blink either left or right, indicating to the other drivers on the road where you are going. If you flick that guy down, you get out and look at the back of your car, unless one of your taillights is out, you'll see a little blinker on the left side of your car going, which lets everyone know what the hell you are doing. It's very helpful. It saves lives. It stops accidents from happening. And it appears to me that most people do not know these exist. It, it must, that must be the case because there are so many people I see out there. I saw a guy the other day when I was driving to work, okay, he was in the far lane, far left lane in the 401, going about a buck 40, I'd say, just cruising along in his brand new friggin' Mercedes. He's just cruising along. And then he decides that he needs to get off at this exit here. So you figure, you know, he's going to slow down a little bit and he's going to flick on his blinker and merge into the you know middle lane, then the right lane and get off. No, that's not what this gentleman does. He just kind of goes like, you know, straight over. He does not even stay in the middle lane for a few seconds. He cuts off like four people. And he just, he just cruises out, just goes over, and people are honking at him, and he's just flipping everyone off. It's those kind of drivers, the, uh, the fancy car drivers, who have no respect or disregard for anyone else on the road, that are a fucking problem, okay? 
I, I, I'm not sure who's worse, if it's them, the fancy car driving people, or the people with their big honking trucks that drive them like monster trucks, okay? You know damn well what I'm talking about. If you're one of those people right now, I apologize, okay? Actually, no, I don't apologize, because you need to learn how to fucking drive, okay? If you are in a big truck, now when I say a big truck, okay, I'm not saying like an F-150 or a Silverado or a Sierra, nothing like that. I mean a big truck, like uh, an F-350 that's raised or something, or a Sierra that's raised, like basically just a, a big redneck truck, okay? I don't know how else to explain it. If you're driving one of those fucking trucks, be respectful of people around you. The amount of times I have been cut off by assholes in big trucks, it bothers the shit out of me. And I mean, it's not like it would be hard to, to, to just be more respectful. You're up high. You can see everyone. Look down. Oh, there's a car sitting there to my right. And I'm about to merge in front of him. I probably shouldn't be a fucking asshole and just pull in front of him and make him slam on the brakes so he doesn't die. But no, that's not what you do, is it? Because you're in a big truck and you don't give a shit about anyone else but yourself. So you just go ahead and merge into the lane and just about kill someone. But it's fine. It's fine, okay? Because you're in a big truck. And you clearly have some shortcomings in your life that you don't want to deal with. So you just get a big truck to deal with it instead. And that's fine. That's fine. I'm not sitting here saying everyone who has a big truck is like that. But there are a lot of people who are. Just now, I just came from downtown Newcastle just before I recorded this. And... uh it was this jackass in a big, huge, lifted truck. It was literally like a monster truck. I don't know how this thing was street legal. And I'm pulling out of the parking lot, and he's just kind of sitting in this parking spot. And as I go by, he literally decides, now's a good time to leave. So he pulls out in front of me. And I slam on the horn, because he literally cut me off. Like, there's no way he couldn't see me. I, I locked eyes with him for a second. And he just flips me off, and get that little piece of shit out of the way. I said, Really? You dumb motherfucker, you're the one in this big truck that doesn't know how to drive it. So then, of course, I responded with, oh, you know, must be driving your wife's truck. Of course, he didn't say anything. Because um, those people have no idea how to respond to anything because they're so fucking stupid that they can't form a sentence. Um, I don't like those people. I really don't, okay? I, I just, if, if you're someone who has a big lifted truck like that, this means no offense to you if you are not like that. But uh, if you are like that and you think you own the road because you have one of those... I got news for you. You don't, and you're fucking asshole. So deal with that, please. Thanks. Maybe get some therapy. I don't know. Figure it out. But <sighs> so I'm already getting pissed off, and this is why I don't like to have episodes like this a lot. But uh, this is something I really need to get off my chest. If there's nothing, if there's something worse than the people who drive their big trucks or their fancy cars, it's those friggin' people. And this is going to piss people off, okay? Because I know there are people who listen to the podcast who are part of this culture, quote-unquote. And I understand that, and I respect that. And again, not all of you are like this. But there are a lot of you that are. So this needs to be said. If you are one of those people that drive those fucking, like, uh, the Jettas and the Mazdas or the, the fucking, you know, those car people, you know, they, like, fix up their cars all the time. And that's, like, their pride and joy is fixing up their little, like, 
foreign race cars and they all like hang out in parking lots and play their loud shitty music and they go yo man check out this new thing i did to my car yeah bro that's sick yeah man i can't afford to pay my rent but i got my car fucking fixed up bro do you you know what i'm saying like that's fine if you want to spend all your time and money fixing up your shitty jetta to go really fast and be loud as shit and have a massive exhaust on it that sounds like something the world's coming to an end when you drive by that's fine bro more power to you do you if that makes you happy and that fulfills you in your life then right on man i i am not saying you shouldn't do it i'm saying there's a time and a place okay when it's three in the morning and you are driving in downtown newcastle revving your car and your music's blaring and you're doing burnouts in the street and stuff seriously rethink your fucking life okay i'm not sorry for this okay because if you're off work and you're trying to have a good time that's fine go out on some fucking back road and do that kind of stuff okay that's fine when people are trying to sleep and you're being an asshole like that, that's not okay. Same with the fucking rednecks with their big trucks, okay? That kind of shit. Just pisses me off. But these these car people, I, I don't want to use this term, but it's just like, I'm not, I'm just, I'm going get so frustrated because I know so many people that are like this and that are in this car culture almost. And they literally spend so much of their time and money on their cars and like again that's fine but i'll be driving and then all of a sudden this jackass pulls up beside me with this car that's all souped up and i'm like sitting there okay cool like good for you buddy you know you got a car that's all souped up and stuff and he sits there looking at me he's revving his engine and he gives me the you know hey what's up what's up bruh and he's revving his engine and he plays his turns his music up and he's just kind of like what's up this is my ride bruh what's up what's up Almost like insulting me, right? Because I drive a fucking neon. And it's just like, what are you doing? Like, what what happened to you in your life that you think it is so important for everyone to understand how much work and effort and money you have put into your car? Okay? It's different if you are somewhere to show off your car or if someone asks you about your car. But if literally you drive up to someone who is at a stoplight and feel the need to rev your engine at them and make dumb faces at them and that kind of bullshit. Just stop. Okay, just stop. It happens to me all the time when I'm in Beauville. Some fucking kids will drive up beside me and I'll have my window down. Mind my own damn business and they'll start fucking like chirping me or whatever. Yeah, nice ride, bruh. <laughs> and my response is usually, so how much does your dad pay for that a month? And then they don't say anything. <laughs> If you couldn't tell, guys, I don't like people that are like that, okay? Once again, I stress, I have nothing against the people who spend all their time and money and stuff like that on their cars to make them all nice and whatever. That's fine. That is your business. But don't go out of your way to be a fucking asshole about it, okay? If you're not like that and you're an asshole about it, then right on, bro. Show me your car. Do all that. That's fine. If you are out driving in your little car and you cut someone off and then speed off like an idiot just to prove a point or just to be cool, literally rethink your life for me, okay? That just I have I have no patience for it. I will never forget a couple years ago, it was pretty late at night. I'm driving in downtown Bowenville. 
minding my own damn business. And this jackass comes up, comes up beside me with his fucking souped up, whatever it was. And he's blasting his music and he's like, he was like speeding and he slowed down. We rolled down his window and he was like, the fucking nice guy, bro. You know, being a jackass. And then he uh, decides to speed off like an idiot. And literally a quarter of a second later, cop pulls up, pulls him over. And I just laughed. I drove by and was just like, nice car, bro. <laughs> it was fun. It was great fun. But um, the point I'm trying to make here, folks, is if you are one of those uh, car dudes, don't be a dick about it, okay? Don't be a dick about it. Don't be an ass about it. If you're not, then right on, man. Do your thing. But if you're an ass about it, you're, you're probably going to get pulled over. And, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, but if you street race or you act like you're going to street race and you get pulled over and charged with a street racing charge, don't bitch about it on Facebook. Because guess fucking what? You did this to yourself. You went out of your way to do all this shit to your car and rev someone at a speed light or whatever to act like you were going to race them. So then when they call the cops on you saying, hey, this guy was trying to was racing, what do you think is going to happen? You know? doesn't matter how many bumper stickers you have on your car. You're going to get pulled over. The cops going to go, hey, so uh, you were street racing. Yeah, man, and I don't care because I'm a fucking OG and my car is sick, bro. What do you drive? Then you get arrested and your car gets taken away because it's impounded. Sorry about your luck. Okay, I am sorry, but that is just the reality of the situation here, folks. If, if it's like 6 in the morning, you're heading to work, and you drive out from a stoplight, you turn left or whatever, and you just floor it with having a gun. You take off like a bat out of hell. And then you get pulled over. You have no one to blame but yourself. And I'm not sorry. And there is no... These guys that do that kind of shit, they always try and like have... Oh, you just signed this petition because they're trying to make it illegal for us to have our cars. No, they're trying to make... They are trying to make it the fines for street racing more harsh. I think that they should. As far as out, out, you know, outlawing um, enhanced cars and stuff like that, yeah, that's all bullshit. They don't need to do that. But them making the fines harsher for street racing, I have no problem with because I'm honestly caught. I'm just sick of it because I see it enough. I just can't do it. I'm sick of it. But moving on from that subject, onto another type of driver. That I just don't like. No one likes this driver. And that is the slow grandma. Now, the slow grandma can come in many different shapes and sizes and genders. <laughs> they don't necessarily have to be an elderly person who is driving slow. They can be a person in their 20s that is driving ridiculously slow for no apparent reason. Either they are high. They could possibly be drunk. Okay, right off the bat. If you are someone who gets in your car and drives drunk, you're a fucking asshole and you should not be allowed to drive. Just, no. I have I have absolutely no patience for it. If you have a beer or two and you get in your car, okay, whatever, that's your business. But if you're one of those kind of people who will get drunk and then drive around like an idiot, just no. Stop. Get out of your fucking car. Put your keys down and just don't. In this day and age, there's so much of that bullshit that goes on that I see all the time. I see it on Facebook. People are like, oh, yeah, there's a ride program at this location. Everyone who's out drinking tonight, be careful. And I'm just like, really? Is that, When did this become okay? Like, when would the junk drive not really become a big deal with so many people? It just pisses me off. But I'm getting off that. 
Um, the soul grandma. <laughs> I have encountered these people. I encounter at least one a day. Um, you know, that person who's there in the far left lane on the 401, usually in a minivan or some kind of a older car or even like a brand new car. It doesn't really matter what kind of car they're in. They're in the far left lane and they're just cruising along about a buck five. Now, the speed limit on the 401 is 100. So if you're at least going at 100, I don't really have a problem with you. But if you're in the far left lane and I'm going like a buck 10, buck 15, and I have to literally stop because you won't get out of the way when I'm driving on the left lane, which generally means I'm in a bit of a hurry. What are you doing, man? There's no traffic. Move over. You shouldn't be in this lane. Why are you driving? And then finally they slowly move over and you drive by them and they give you the dirtiest look. Like you're the bad guy. Like how dare you make me move? I was just cruising along going a buck oh five. Stay in the right lane, folks, okay? If you're a slow driver, that's fine. Good for you. Hey, I'm generally a pretty slow driver actually too. Sometimes my girlfriend Sam, she'll be like, man, you drive like a grandma. I don't really care. But when I'm on the 401 in the left lane, I'm at least doing a buck 15, buck 10, okay? So the fact that there are people who think that is too fast for the left lane, they need to just reevaluate themselves as a driver, okay? The amount of accidents that I have seen, most of them were caused by someone who's driving either too slow or just too stupid. And there's nothing worse, and everyone in the world can relate to this, there's nothing worse than when you're in a massive hurry somewhere, and you're driving, cruising along, everything's great, and then you get stuck behind a slow grandma. And then you pass them, and then guess what usually happens? They speed up. I've had this happen to me more than once, where someone is literally, usually it happens to me on Highway 2, I live on Highway 2 here, um, speed limit is 80. And I'll be going 80, come up to someone, and they'll be going like 60. So I go, okay, none of that. Put on my left flicker, because I use my turn signal here. And I, I go to go past them, and then all of a sudden, this motherfucker speeds up. And I go, oh, okay, maybe he was just looking at something. So I click my clicker off, cruise along, and he slows down again. I go, okay, screw this, put on my flicker, wait for a car to pass so I can pass him, and he speeds up again. Now I know I'm not crazy, okay? If it happens once, it's not an accident. If you are the kind of person who goes 60 in an 80 zone and then speeds up when someone tries to pass you, you're a fucking dick, okay? Because this has happened more than once. That being said, the flip side of that, if I am going 80, 85 on Highway 2 here and I'm cruising along and you come up and you start riding my ass, ass don't be a fucking dick about it pass me move on with your life okay these fucking people that ride your ass like and they will honk their horn and you'll see them in their mirror going what are you doing bro or broette what's the speed limit okay if the speed limit's fucking 80 I'm probably going to go 85, maybe 90, depending on what's going on. And if that's not fast enough for you, fucking pass me. If you can't pass me, then sorry about your luck. 
If I'm going like 75 for some reason, then okay, be an asshole. Blow your horn at me. Whatever. Tell me to get moving. But if I'm just cruising along, mountain mile business, going the speed limit, we're a little over it, and that's not good enough for you, fucking pass me, bro. Because I don't care. I have no patience for it at all. If you could not tell. There are a lot of things that piss me off when I am driving. Some of those I have mentioned. If you are the kind of person who thinks it is still okay to text and drive, do me a favor. Go home, okay? Go home, walk into your kitchen. Take your keys, okay? Go over to the garbage can and just plop them right in there for me, okay? Take the bag out of your garbage can, tie it up, throw it out of the curb because you should not be fucking driving. I see so, so, so many people who are still texting and driving. It just, oh, it pisses me off so much because what these people don't understand is you are literally not just endangering yourself severely, but you're engaging everyone else around you. People who are like, oh, well, texting and driving is nowhere near as bad as drunk driving. Ah. As far as I'm concerned, they're kind of on the same level. Okay? Because distracted driving is just as much of a problem in this country and everywhere else in the world as it is as drunk driving is. The other day I'm driving. And there's this jackass who literally just came into my lane. Just, just, oh, oh, shit. Oh, I'm in the other lane now. See you later. And he's texting away like a madman. He doesn't even have both hands on the wheel. I don't know how he was steering. And he just, without missing a beat, he realizes he's swerving into oncoming traffic. And what does this guy do? He just takes one hand off his phone and just pulls his car back, not looking up, mind you. Just, oh, shit. Goes back to texting. And... I literally was like, "Are you? Are you uh, did that just happen? Did that seriously just fucking happen?" Well, it did. Because people are insane. People are absolutely crazy. If you are that person and you believe that you are still as good of a driver when you're texting when you're not, you are not, okay? I'm telling you right now, you're not. And I told you earlier what you should do. <sighs> so many bad drivers. So many bad drivers. See what I'm getting out here, folks? I said at the beginning of the podcast that I, I was just kind of going to go on about a bunch of random bullshit that it comes to. Drivers and driving on the road and certain kind of drivers you see. And um, probably my all-time favorite type of driver that you encounter. You only usually encounter this person in small towns, in the city, places like that. And that is the, I have no fucking idea where I'm going person. Right off the bat, if you know the kind of people I'm talking about, you will agree with me. These are the individuals who either are refusing to follow a GPS, are refusing to get directions, and just decide, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to wing it. I know where I'm going. 
and then they stop at every single goddamn side street and cross street so that they can read the sign to see where the hell they're going. Now, mind you, that's not a problem. Do your thing, man. It's all good. You know when that is a problem? When there's a buttload of people behind you trying to get home. There is nothing worse than when you are driving home after a long day of work. You're chilling, your hands out the window, you got your tunes cranked, your hands on the steering wheel, you're just, you're having a good old time, okay? And all of a sudden, some jackass slams on the fucking brakes in front of you, and you go, oh shit, and you have to slam on the brakes, and you almost hit them, and it's this big ordeal. Should you have been paying more attention? Yes, but we're not talking about that right now. And then this jackass just sits there for a second, and then keeps driving. And you go, oh, that was weird, maybe something ran out in front of him. So you keep driving, doing your thing, all of a sudden, he slams on the brakes again. You go, whoa, wait a minute. What, what the fuck? And then, Memphis City, it takes off again. And you go, okay. It keeps driving along. And then you finally get to this motherfucker's street. And he slams on the brakes. And he just reefs it right into the road. And you go, I see. Folks, if you don't know with 100% certainty where you are going... Or what street you're looking for. Grab your phone, okay? Grab your phone. Pull over to the side of the road. Grab your phone. Open up Google Maps. It is a free app. And it is very easy to use. Type in the destination of where you're going. Type in your location. And it will make you a fucking map. As to where you're going. And not only will it do that... But if you plug it into your car stereo or whatever, or you just leave it there, it will literally tell you where to fucking go and where to turn. So you don't need to worry about finding a certain street or whatever the fuck. There's no excuse for that kind of shit anymore. If you don't have a phone, and you don't have a GPS, I can't help you. But, you need to figure your shit out. Because I am sick and tired of almost getting into accidents because you need to slam on the brakes at the last second to try and read a fucking street sign, okay? Maybe maybe invest in some glasses. I don't know, but you guys need to do me a favor and figure it out, okay? Because I see this every day in Newcastle so often that it is just confusing. Is Newcastle a fucking tourist town or something? Like, what's going on? I had a guy the other day He's in this big Jeep, and he's got some shitty music blaring out of it, and he's driving around, and literally, he went to go turn into a street, so I go, okay, I keep going, and he slams on the brakes, and slams on his horn, and he comes back out in the road, and cuts me off, and I go, okay, obviously that wasn't in the street, he needed to turn down, and I go about my business, driving behind this guy, and then, he goes to turn right again, and I go, okay, this time, I'm going to keep my distance. And sure enough, he fucking came back. And he did that probably about two more times. Till finally he found the fucking street he was looking for. If I was not a very defensive driver, we would have gotten in an accident. For sure. But that guy would go, well, it's not my fault. And i go, yes, it is your call because you're a fucking idiot and don't know where you're going. Not my problem. Thanks, buddy. By the way... By the way, the Jeep with no doors, it's cool and all, but put a shirt on. Thanks. <laughs> Those people piss me off too, but that, I'm not going to talk about that. So, 
All kinds of drivers out there on the road. All kinds of drivers. Another one of my personal favorites has got to be the Risky Randy. The Risky Randy. They're great. If you don't know what a Risky Randy is, I'll explain it to you. Risky Randy is that person you see who is waiting to turn either left or right on a busy street. And they're sitting there. And they're just chilling. They're hanging out. And then... All of a sudden, they decide it's a very good idea to pull out into oncoming traffic. Now, usually the whole idea when you're turning left to right into on a busy street is you want to wait for an opening. And sometimes you have to kind of have some balls and just pull out in front of someone. I totally get that. That's fine. But that's not what a Risky Randy does. Risky Randys love to wait until the last possible second. I'm cruising along, doing my thing. I could be in Oshawa or Curtis. This happens to me a lot in Curtis for some reason. I don't know why. Curtis, get your shit together. I'm driving along, and I see a guy. He's maybe quite a few feet up, and he's waiting to turn right. So I go, okay, this guy's got tons of time to turn right. So I, I kind of, not slow down, but like I get ready. And he's not turning right. So I go, okay, he's just, he's being cautious. That's fine. So I keep going about my business. I'm about, say about 10 feet from him. And this motherfucker decides to pull out in front of me. Waits to the last possible second and pulls out in front of me. At least he has his blinger on, but still. Pulls out in front of me. I slam on the brake so I don't hit this dumbass. And then he has the audacity to give me a dirty look when I get up beside him. Say, are you fucking this? Are you not all there? Are you okay? Are you okay, dude? Like, if you're gonna turn into oncoming traffic, or you're oh, the worst is when they're turning left. Okay, there's there's um, if you guys know where Holt Road is in in Curtis, there, this happens all the time there, and I just I don't know why it's there that this always happens to me, but it seems to happen every time I drive by there. There's someone sitting there waiting to turn out a Holt Road. It's a very busy spot right there. So you kind of have to be a little, uh, little, little bit of balls there when you pull out. That's fine. But when I am driving, okay, and I'm sure other people have experienced this. When I'm driving and you friggin' pull out in front of me, again, you wait for the last possible second. There's no cars on the other side of the road. And I'm the only one who's on the road right now. And I'm cruising along, doing my business. And you wait for the last fucking second to pull out in front of me. Why? Are you an adrenaline junkie that's retired from jumping off buildings or something? Like, what the fuck happened? If you're that much of an adrenaline junkie that you need that kind of rush in your life or something, go fucking jump out of a plane. Okay? That's fine. Go do that. Don't pull out in the oncoming traffic. You fucking dumbass. It happens way too often for it to be a coincidence. And these risky Randy people seem to love me. They love me. I don't know why. The worst is when this person has their fucking name plastered all over their goddamn vehicle. And these people are what I like to call not needing your business, Ned. And... Not needing your business, Ned, is the kind of person who is an aggressive as fuck driver. Honks their horn, swears at people if they do something he doesn't like. That's fine. If you have road rage, that's fine, okay? That's your business. But 
when you have your name of your business plastered all over your car and you're driving like an asshole and you're cutting people off and flipping people off and screaming at people, guess what's going to happen? Sooner or later, someone's going to call that number. They're going to tear you a new asshole. And then they're going to go on your Facebook page or whatever and go, this business is terrible. The guy drives like an asshole. And that person clearly does not need your business because they don't care, which is why they are not needing your business, Ned. It just, it it bothers me. I saw a a floral company who remained nameless um, because uh, there's no point in talking shit about anybody, but they are somewhat local. Um, I'm driving along one day and this dude comes speeding out in one of the floral vans. Obviously he was doing a delivery and uh, I'm driving and he comes up beside me and he's driving along. And he decides to cut me off. I'm like, okay, whatever. I got over it. And he slams on the brakes. Oh, shit. Slams on the brakes. And literally to avoid him, I had to go into the other lane. Because, like, that's literally how quickly he slammed on the brakes. And I, I kind of pull up beside him and I'm, I kind of look. And he's flipping me off. And I'm like, what? the fuck he's just he's just kind of sitting there in the middle of the road um turned out he was turning into a driveway but he didn't know what driveway exactly he was turning into so i guess he had to slam on the brakes to figure it out i don't know and it just flips me off because i guess he didn't want me behind him but i didn't know he didn't want me behind him because i can't read his mind right so i just kind of go about my business and i go man like what the fuck and you see that all the time, people who, you know, they're delivering. I, I see Domino's pizza drivers all the time, like, just do some crazy shit when they're driving, okay? And it makes me laugh because it's Domino's, but, like, man, I've seen them, like, swerve out in the oncoming traffic. I've seen them pull U-turns on busy streets. It's just like, man, these people just do not care. They have no disregard for themselves, and it's just crazy to see, but... There's lots of uh, lots of crazy, crazy drivers out there. Another one that I think is classic is the good old-fashioned inching Ingrid. Because I can't think of another name that starts with I right now. These are the people you see who are at a stoplight. They're usually driving a very fancy car. Very fancy car. And they're just kind of chilling at the stoplight. And then they decide that this stoplight is taking too long. And they have things to do and places to go. Because they're a very important person. So they slowly start inching. Just inch, inch, inch. Until this motherfucker's literally out in the middle of the intersection. And people are stopping when they have a green light. Because this person's out in the middle of the intersection. And he has the audacity to just kind of sit there. And then the light turns green. He goes. I have seen these people... Literally stop at a stoplight and then decide, nope, I'm too important to sit at a stoplight. And they just go through the stoplight. Like, literally, they sit there for a second and contemplate it and they go, oh, wait a minute, I'm too big of a deal for this. So they drive through. I have seen these people cause so many near accidents that it just boggles my mind. Okay? I don't I don't physically understand how you can be so impatient i don't get it like what what how, how, how are you in that much of a hurry that you literally need to go through a stoplight 
First, stop at the stoplight and then decide, no, I'm going through this motherfucker. It doesn't make any sense to me. Can someone explain this to me, please? If you're one of those people who does that, can you please message me and explain to me why you do that? Because it does not make any sense. Okay? It just doesn't make any goddamn sense to me at all. There are so many other drivers that I can talk about. One that I just I just hold near and dear to my heart because they just they're crazy sometimes and they piss me off a lot, but at the same time, they're entertaining as hell to watch because they're just crazy motherfuckers sometimes. And that are the people on motorcycles. I don't have a special name for them or anything. It's just people on motorcycles. And I have seen someone on a motorcycle in the heart of rush hour near Toronto on the 401. Bumping to bumper traffic, it is stopped. Don Valley parking lot, it is stopped. And I have watched someone on a motorcycle. Probably going about a buck 40 in between cars. Do you have a fucking death wish? Like, is, is, is that like, is that, do you get a rush out of doing that? Are you, are you so impatient that you decide, you know what? No, I'm on a motorcycle. I can go in between these cars. So I'm going to, because I am too important to wait for this. What you're going to do is not only get yourself arrested and your fucking bike impounded, but you're going to get yourself killed because eventually at some point, Someone could go to merge into a lane. And then guess what's going to happen? You're going to hit that person's car. You're going to go about 30 feet off your motorcycle and probably kill yourself. Or you're going to be driving along and all of a sudden, someone's going to like jump out in front of you or something. And you're going to have to take a wide turn or something like that. And you're going to wind up in, a fu- in front of a fucking pole. Okay? And th- there's no need for that. There's no need for that. If you're driving your motorcycle in downtown Newcastle, and you're going like 80 or 90, rethink your life because you have a death wish, okay? The other worst person relating to motorcycles are people I like to call chopper charlies. Now, these people are those people you see driving their big choppers, big chopper bikes. Now, I love choppers personally. Um, I'd love to eventually own one one day. Um, and I think they're sick and everything. But if you are the kind of person who has a chopper, you have a Harley or something, and you sit in a parking lot of like either a restaurant or a Tim Hortons or a fucking Foodland or Walmart or something, and you sit there with a group of your buddies and you rev your motorcycles at each other, get a job, okay? Like do something else with your time other than that because literally you look like a bunch of idiots, if you're driving and your bike's loud and you drive out your Okay, whatever the fuck. That's fine. I still think it's stupid, but that's fine. But if you're literally like going out of your way to be a loud, obnoxious prick, please find another hobby. Okay? If you like being a loud, obnoxious prick, pick up the guitar. <laughs> it's a great hobby. and You can be a loud, obnoxious prick if you want to. And it'll sound a lot better. Just something to think about for my chopper Charlie buddies out there. Um, I have no problem with your driving because generally people who drive choppers are actually pretty safe. Um, just be careful. 
don't drive uh, don't drive aggressively and you'll be fine. And if you're uh, and if, actually you know what no I take that back. If you are in a pack, okay. If you have a little motorcycle gang and you're driving around and you are like cutting people off and intimidating people off the road because you're on a chopper, you're a fucking dick. Straight up, you're a dick. You're all dicks. Rethink your life. Thanks. The other person who I love, who are uh, in the two-wheel community. Actually, there's, there's two more. There's two more. One of them is Dirt Bike Daniel. This is the guy you see who's driving his dirt bike in the middle of the day in downtown Bowmanville. And he's revving around like an idiot doing wheelies and shit like that. Why? Like, you're driving a dirt bike downtown. Okay, that's fine. Whatever the fuck. Do you. But why are you doing wheelies? Why are you, like, doing stunts and tricks and stuff like that? You understand that, like, you can't do that and, like, get away with it, right? I have seen more of those guys get pulled over. When I worked at the shop, some of the shit that I saw in that little section of of Bowmanville blew my mind. But I will get to that in just a second. These dirt bike people, just don't drive your dirt bikes in downtown. Okay, just don't do it. If you do and then you get pulled over for doing something stupid, don't, like, and then you act surprised. Why are you surprised, bro? You were you were pulling a wheelie on the sidewalk. Of course you're gonna get fucking pulled over. But the person that infuriates me the most to the point where I just physically cannot handle it. I want to literally hit this person with my car every time I see one. Uh, not all of them, but this specific type of person. That is bicycle Billy. Now, Bicycle Billy is the person who is either riding their bike or on an electric bike. They're both the same. It doesn't matter. And they're riding it in the middle of the fucking road. That's fine. Share the road. It's all good. It's the law. But listen, if you are driving in the middle of the fucking road at rush hour and you are not obeying the fucking street signs... You are going to get yourself killed. If you don't stop at a stop sign, you go through it because you live by your own rules because you're on a bike and you almost get hit by a fucking car. You cannot say anything to that person because it's your fucking fault. Okay? Do bikes have the right of way? Yes. I don't fucking care if they do or not. Because if you are in a busy section of town and you run a fucking stop sign, you're risking fucking getting hit. Dude, I don't fucking care. Or if you run a red light, you are risking being killed. Okay? And you can be a pretentious douchebag all you want about it. It doesn't matter. Oh, I'm saving the earth. Okay, bro. Thanks. Good for you. Don't be a bitch about it. Don't be a pretentious asshole about it. And we'll be fine. And listen. All you bicycle billies who are on your electric bikes, please understand that they are not fucking motorcycles. Because I see these people drive these things like they're fucking choppers. And they're just cruising along with them. And you go to pass them and they act all surprised. Why are you passing me? I have no problem with people riding their bicycles on the street. No problem with it. Good for you. You're saving the environment. 
It's a good way to get around. You can't afford a car. Whatever, man. Good for you. That's fine. Respect the rules of the road. Follow the rules of the road. If you are going to make a left-hand turn and there is a car coming and you decide to be a risky Randy as well as a bicycle Billy and you don't make the left-hand turn signal to let that person know you're going to slam on their fucking brakes and they hit you, guess what? You are as much at fault as they are. Because that, as far as I'm concerned, you're 100% at fault. Because that person literally had no chance to stop. I know that happened in Bowenville before. Someone literally was, a bicycle person literally turned left and there was someone coming through the light. And that person just turned left. And it was a red light. They just went, oh, see ya. And, and the person ended up getting like fined for it. And the person tried taking him to court. And the judge threw the case out. He's just like, are you fucking stupid? Like, you turned and didn't signal. The person had no chance to stop. It's ridiculous. It happens all the time. So all you bicycle billies out there, don't do that. Be smart. Follow the rules of the road. If you are someone who likes to ride their bicycle out on the street and stuff like that, good for you. Like I said, man, more power to you. Just don't be a bicycle billy, okay? Don't be a bicycle billy. And when I drive by you with my car, I'll be like, yeah, bro, thanks for saving the environment. Yeah, fist bump. It's all good. Just don't be a bicycle billy, okay? Please and thank you. When I was a gigs music in downtown Bowenville, I saw so many accidents in that section of Bowenville because it was so goddamn busy. Newcastle's not getting much better. I just drove through Newcastle just a couple hours ago. The amount of fucking traffic is ridiculous. There's no parking. It's insane. Ugh, that's Newcastle. But in that section of Bowenville, King Street, right downtown where the shop used to be, um, it, it is very, very busy, especially around the rush hour time, about 4 o'clock to about 6. Um, not a lot of room for error. You have to be paying attention to what's going on and stuff. And of course, people are looking around doing a whole bunch of bullshit. And like I said, I saw so many accidents there. It blew my mind. But the number one thing with that area that you had to watch for was pedestrians. Because people are impatient and people are crazy. You have two stoplights in that section. One right at the start of that section, one at the very end. People could easily walk down to them, but they don't. They just run across the street. I saw probably, I want to say three people over the course of three years get hit by cars in that area. The worst one, all those people were okay, just for the record. But Well, as okay as you can be after getting hit by a car. <laughs> oh, that's terrible, but they were okay. They survived, minor injuries, everything's fine. The one I will never forget, I'll never forget this as long as I live because it was the, one of the most horrible things I've ever seen, but everything ended up being totally fine, so it was okay, but... There was this uh, an older gentleman. He used to come into the shop all the time. Uh, really, really nice dude. He'd come in, get classical guitar strings. Awesome guy. We'd always chat. And um, he was pretty frail. Um, like you could tell, he was, you know, frail. <laughs> um, just the way he walked and stuff. And he had a cane and that. So, like, you know, wasn't in the best of health physically. But um, this gentleman, he would always park on the other side of the street. It was just easier for him. Then he'd walk across. And usually he came at the time of day where there wasn't any traffic. Because it took him some time to get across the street. Uh, as it, as it, Hell, I'm almost like that now. <laughs> so, But uh, this one time the guy came in, probably about 3.30, 4 o'clock. So it was a little busier. So it took him some time to get across the street. And people stopped. Everything was fine. But um, 
came in. He went, oh, it's busy. And we were talking. He got his strings. And he, he went to go walk across the street. And he stopped. And he looked both ways. And he dropped his strings. And he went, oh. So he went to go pick up his strings. He picked them up. And he stepped out without looking. And this car smoked him. I mean, just wham. He went up over the car onto the windshield and then back down onto the ground. And my heart stopped for a second. I literally, I grabbed the phone. I like jumped over the counter and I called 911. I ran out. The person's out of their car screaming. It was not this person's fault, but I mean, you would feel horrible. So I go over, I run over to him and I'm like, are you okay? You okay? You okay? And this guy gets up, dusts himself off, picks up his cane and goes, oh, that wasn't very smart of me, was it? And he was perfectly okay. Like he was fine. Called an ambulance. He was like, no, 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 I'm okay. I'm okay. I feel fine. I'm a little, I'm a little banged up, but I'm okay. And I insisted. I was like, no, 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 no. Like come inside, sit down. Like I'm going to get you some water and ambulance is on the way. Person pulls in, they come in and he gets taken to the hospital, fully checked over. He's fine. I think he had like a bruised hip. Crazy. This dude, he was just like, oh, I used to box back in the day and stuff. I got a pretty solid body. This dude got hit by a car and he was like, ah, oh, I'm fine. Uh, so just, just pretty crazy. Um, but uh, one of the last times I was actually in that section of Bowenville while I was still working at the shop, um, I usually went to the bank. Um, whenever I would, uh, you know, go to put checks in or whatever. And usually I would walk to the bank because the CIBC was pretty close to gigs. So whenever I got my paycheck, I'd just walk over and, you know, one morning I'm walking along, minding my own business. And all of a sudden there's a massive accident. What had happened was there was a guy who was walking across the street and there was another guy who was turning right. However, he did not have his blinker on. So, you can right off the bat imagine what happened. The person who was going at the street, they were sitting there. They saw the guy coming. He didn't have a blinker. So, he went, he's going straight. I'm okay to walk. Even though, so he goes to go walk. And this dude turns and fucking smokes the guy. Ended up breaking a couple ribs. I think he broke his leg. It was really bad. Um, he kind of hit him, and then the guy kind of went into the car. It was horrible. Um, but other than that, the guy was okay, luckily. Um, well, I shouldn't say he was okay, but he he, he survived and everything. Um, it was just, it was horrible. Um, and and the guy gets out of his car, and he's like, "Why the fuck did you like walk in front of me? Like, oh my god, what the fuck?" Blah 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 blah. And, Someone called the cops, cops came and everything. There was like 10 eyewitnesses, so it was just a crapshoot. Um, I didn't end up having to give any statements or anything just because there were so many people who had kind of a better angle of it. Um, so basically, what ended up happening was the guy who was in his car ended up being charged um, with a couple different charges. <laughs> I don't know what they were really, but basically, when he went to go turn... The guy who was on the side of the street, he said to the officer, he said, I looked at his car, I could clearly see his lights, and he was not using his turn signal. So, I figured, this guy's not turning, he didn't slow down or anything, 
so I decided to walk across the street. And because this guy did not use his turn signal, he ended up hitting the person, smoking him, and he ended up getting charged for it. The moral of this story, kids, is very simple. And the officer even said this to me and said it to the other guy as well. Use your fucking turn signals. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes today's podcast on random driving bullshit that I have put up with in my everyday life. And I'm sure you put up with in your everyday life. I hope you guys have enjoyed my random ramblings on of driving. I want to know from you guys, you listening right now, because I like you and I appreciate you and I think you are awesome. I want to hear from you about some bad experiences you've had while driving. Let me know. Drop me a line. You can contact me on the Facebook at The Harder Show, on Twitter at The Harder Show, on Instagram at The Harder Show. You can even add me on Snapchat. Send me a little video on what's going on. You just add me at TJ Harder. Um, you can also email me anytime, of course, at thehardershow at gmail.com. Find me on the YouTube. Comment on YouTube. Comment on SoundCloud. Comment on iTunes. It doesn't matter, folks. Just let me know some of your bad stories when it comes to driving because I'm sure everyone has one. I have not driven very much in Toronto before, um, so I would love to hear some stories about that because I'm sure there's many. There's a lot of stuff I did not touch on today, but uh, I I feel like that's enough uh, ranting for one day. Again, hope you guys enjoyed it. Be sure to hit me up and let me know. And as I said in the intro of the podcast, be sure to hit me up about those t-shirts. Uh, like I said, they're going to be anywhere from about uh, 15 to $17. The price is subject to change. Um, but as of right now, that's about what I'm looking at. I, I Like I said before in previous podcasts, I don't want them to get much more expensive than that for obvious reasons. Um, like I said, the max they would ever, ever be is like $20. And that's if it was like a really nice t-shirt, okay? Like I'm talking pre-shrunk, 100% cotton. Like I'm talking a nice shirt, okay? Nice comfy shirt. But um, as of right now, that's the price. Uh, be sure to hit me up if you would like to pre-order one by any means. I will get that taken care of. Thank you all so, so much for tuning in and clicking that play button. I appreciate it. Whatever medium you're listening to on, whether you're listening on the SoundCloud, on iTunes, or on YouTube, you guys know those are the three mediums to listen to The Harder Show. You guys know how easy it is once you either follow The Harder Show on SoundCloud, you subscribe on the iTunes, you subscribe on YouTube, it'll pop right up. Of course, iTunes being the easiest, if you subscribe on the iTunes, it will literally download right to your device so you can listen the second I post these. It's easy. It's foolproof. You don't have to think about it. You'll just be, you know, you'll be hanging out and all of a sudden you'll pick up your iPhone or your iPod or your iPad and go, oh, new hotter show. Sick, brah. And you'll play it because you love it so much. <sighs> that is a tongue in cheek comment, obviously. But uh, if you happen to enjoy the hotter show that much, then thank you again. I appreciate you so much. Be sure to uh, leave a rating and a comment. If you uh, do happen to listen on the iTunes, I will be sure to give you a shout out. Let you know how much I appreciate it. With that, guys, I'm going to sign off here today. Go and uh, finish my uh, my daily house cleanings. And I'm going to get done here on this uh, kind of lazy Saturday afternoon. 
Thank you guys all again so, so much. And I will catch you guys next time on The Harder Show. Take it easy.